and welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on Atlanta's own AM920, The Answer. I am so glad that you tuned in this Saturday morning, and I hope that some of the information we're giving you is helpful in helping you make the best decisions when buying, selling, or investing in real estate anywhere in Metro Atlanta. In this segment of the show, we have got real estate market predictions in the city of Atlanta and in South Fulton County. We're going to talk a little bit about Fannie Mae taking steps to reduce racial bias and appraisals. I would have never thought that there could be racial bias and appraisals. It's not like an appraiser knows the race of the buyer or the race of the seller. I guess they might be able to figure out the race of the seller. This was an article from DS News that I read over the last few days. And I found it interesting, not that I'm saying there is racial bias, but I found it interesting that Fannie Mae can look at our appraisers and say, based on the makeup of the appraisers, there might be some racial bias. Also, what should you do when your home inspector says there is mold in the home you're trying to buy? As I have heard said many, many times in Metro Atlanta and throughout the country, where there's mold, there's gold. And that means when somebody finds mold in a home, you get the mold remediation companies in there. And I'm not saying everybody who does mold remediation doesn't have the client's best interest in heart at heart, but I have seen some mold remediation companies who have come in and quoted $15,000, for something that we were able to get another company to solve for two or three or $4,000. So where there's mold, there's gold. So when somebody uses the word mold in a home inspection, it tends to get everybody in the real estate transaction, certainly get their hackles up, get some worried, get some frustrated. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to expert, so home buying and selling can be done without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. We want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments, push back. You can share ideas. Visit today. You can subscribe to our podcast as well. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Let's take a look at the market predictions for the city of Atlanta and in South Fulton County. We're going to start with the city of Atlanta. We pulled numbers at the end of August, and we basically extrapolated those numbers to see what we thought each one of our geographic areas in Metro Atlanta, one of our each one of our counties for sure, uh, where they would end up in terms of total sales for 2021. We're talking now only single-family detached closings, so we're not talking about the condos and townhomes, just the single-family detached closings. But we are projecting, we are predicting that the city of Atlanta will have 3,742 closings for the year, which is up 500 closings almost from the 3,274 closings in 2020. And if we go back to 2010, when the market was really almost at its bottom. In a lot of cases, 2011 was the bottom of the market. There were 2,065. So when you think about it, almost 80% more closings in 2021 than in 2010. If we look at average sales price, and interestingly, the city of Atlanta's price should be, we believe, at 846858 If you are listening and you live in the suburbs and you're thinking, gosh, $846,000 in the city of Atlanta where you've got lots of homes that are very old, they sell for, for a pretty penny, especially if they're in good areas. You get things that are in Midtown, around Piedmont Park, all kinds of areas. You know, They sell for a good bit of money. 
prices, average sales prices will increase in the city of Atlanta, $100,000 from 740,000 on average last year to 846,000 this year. We only have to go back to 2009, just 12 years ago, when the average sales price in the city of Atlanta was $340,748. Let me say that one more time for you. In 2009, the average sales price of a home in the city of Atlanta, the city limits of Atlanta, we're talking about $340,748 this year, $846,000. Let's move on to South Fulton. This is everything in Fulton County that is south of the city of Atlanta, down by the airport. Most of the, I think all of the airport is in Clayton County, but down by the airport. We believe there'll be 4,377 closings in South Fulton County in 2021, which will be down from 4,551, down just slightly. The all-time or the recent low in terms of number of units sold was set in 2014 when there were 2,845, so a significant increase from 2014 to 2021. And if we look at average sales prices, man, they have been just marching forward every single year in South Fulton. In 2000, 2010, 2011, probably 2011, you had a lot of big institutional investors coming to Metro Atlanta to invest in residential real estate. And a lot of the investments they made were in South Fulton County. And listen to these numbers and you'll tell why you can tell why. In 2011, the average sales price in South Fulton County was $82,401. <laughs> 2001, 82,401 in 2021, the average sales price will almost reach 300,000, 298,550 is what we are projecting. So I'll let you do the math. That is a $210,000 price increase, 250%, 270%. I'm just doing the math in my head. Price increase from 2011 to 2021 in South Fulton County. I had purchased a large real estate franchise in 2006, which went down the tubes over the next few years. I've done a lot of recovery since then. But in 2011, even if I'd have had some money, I'm not sure I would have invested it in real estate because I would have been scared to death. But when I look at prices going from 82401 to 300000 on average, I wish I'd have bought as many homes as I could possibly get my hands on, even if I had to scrape, borrow, beg, and steal in order to get the money to invest because the market has just simply skyrocketed, skyrocketed. And it is so cool to see, you know, especially in areas where incomes might be a little lower and home equity is one of the ways people can accumulate significant net worth. In fact, I saw some numbers from, from the Federal Reserve recently that said that the average net worth of a homeowner was somewhere in the 265, 285,000. The average net worth of a renter was somewhere in the five to seven to 10,000 range. And so I am so happy for everybody who bought homes in Metro Atlanta, 2010, 11, 12, and what's happened to home values over the years, because it might be contributing to, to some financial security for those people. I want to jump right into an article, and this was something that just caught my interest uh, in a recent what they call Perspectives blog, Our Commitment to Reducing Appraisal, appraisal Bias. Uh, Fannie Mae VP uh, Jake Williamson examined media reports alleging racial bias in home appraisals. As the nation turns their focus on inequality in the appraisal process, I have not heard of there being any inequality in the appraisal process. 
Williamson said in the blog, Fannie Mae is committed to racial, racial equity in housing, and we take these allegations seriously. In most cases, Fannie Mae is not choosing the appraiser. It is a third-party vendor who is choosing it for the lender locally. And, but Fannie Mae is one of the largest consumers of residential appraisals. One of the first steps they're taking is research. They're leveraging their database of roughly 54 million appraisals to analyze undervaluation that could indicate bias or overvaluation. We believe the results of this research, he says, will help identify root causes of undervaluation. And through our industry partners, we hope to create solutions that will address them. Here's something that really caught my mind. In, to, in terms of racial makeup of the valuation and appraisal industry, the Appraisal Institute reports that appraisers' demographics don't reflect the American population as appraisers are 85% white and 78% male. That totally surprised me. I don't know why it would, because the truth is, is I have recognized that most appraisers are middle-aged white men. And I hate to say that because I'm not, I'm not trying to be disparaging, but it says in order to promote diversity, Fannie Mae collaborate, collaborated with National Urban League in 2018 to launch appraiser diversity initiative designed to attract new entrants to the residential appraisal field and to help overcome barriers to entry, such as education, training, and experience requirements. So if you're a minority and you might be interested in getting into the appraisal field, I can't tell you if it's a good field or not, but um, it might be calling for you to jump in and help out. I have not ever had anybody complain about any type of discrimination from an appraisal standpoint. I've seen bad appraisals over the years, but I've never had anybody complain about discrimination. So I just thought it was interesting. I'd be, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to go to get to go to go Gaddis radio.com G O G A D D I S radio.com and give me your thoughts. I would love to hear what you have to say. Got a question. This is from Julian Norcross says we have a home under contract and have been told by home inspector that the home has mold. Uh Oh, where there's mold, there's gold. What test do we do to determine if this diagnosis is accurate? In a lot of cases, people will try to do a little swab test. I think you can even buy a swab test at Home Depot. That is not if I was on the buying side of purchasing a home. It's not how I would do it. I would hire an industrial hygienist to go in and do air quality tests. And what they do is they measure the mold and other particulate matter in the air outside. I think I'm saying that correctly. And then they measure air on the inside of the home and they compare the air quality on the inside of the home to the air quality on the outside of the home. And it's interesting, you can spend from 600, probably up to maybe a thousand dollars having an industrial hygienist come in and perform testing. Um, and they will pinpoint for you the specific areas of the home that have air quality problems and ones who are qualified can actually point out, you know, take this action or do this or, you know, cut out the, 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 the waterlogged areas of this, remove the carpet, remove the padding. They can be very specific. So Julie in Norcross, my recommendation would be that you contact an industrial hygienist. I don't have anybody to recommend to you at this point, but we do have a good network of home inspectors and we can always get good recommendations from them. So if you need some help, 770-497-0000 is the number to call. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Oxford Mill and Johns Creek. What if you want to sell your home and you don't have the funds to improve it? Do you think you need to sell to an investor? We're going to talk about these subjects and more. We'll be back, Atlanta. Stick with us.